Lindsay has literally been stolen by a ghost or just vanished or did something. Hi, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Mason Reed. (laughs) And this is Spooky Buddies as presented by the Spooky Spouses. Spooky Sproses. Like Spooky Bros. Like bros. bros. I I don't really think Sproses. Well, a lot of what we do doesn't make sense anyway, so let's go with Spooky Sproses. Spooky Sproses. This is Spooky Sproses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Uh, now, you have to say each week we talk about stuff. Uh, each week, Jordan will go to the Kroger, and I will go to the Market Basket, uh, <laughs> because I live in Vermont, and uh, Jordan will go to the produce section, and he'll pick up fruits and judge them and find something spooky hidden within maybe a note. Uh, mm. And I will go to the cookie aisle, which is also the peanut butter and jelly aisle, and I will buy really expensive organic peanut butter and maple syrup, because I live in Vermont. Uh, and then Jordan and I will meet up, I'm, I'm tr- I'm, and, uh, and then we'll, we'll show each other the notes we found in the groceries there for the first time with each other and with you that's right yeah you absolutely crushed it if this is your first time listening to the show this is a podcast about ghosts and cryptids and weird stuff and kind of basically anything paranormal adjacent that Lindsay and i are into at any given moment but today Lindsay vanished into the ether uh spoiler alert she's just out of town but now we're gonna play pretend again um, ready, play, pretend. Lindsay vanished. Oh, no. It was, yeah, I, it was sad. I, I told her not to, ra- to rando not. She Facebook messaged me and she was like, I don't think I'm going to, I don't want to tell Jordan, but I think I want to rando not. And I was like, Lindsay, don't. She's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put my intention as nougat and who knows where she is now. <laughs> I think that's a really good one. Cause I was trying to think, well, okay. So also for everyone listening, this was Lindsay's idea. I was just going to go, we'll just miss the episode. But she said, do it with Mason. And I went, you know what, Linz, that's a very good idea. But I was trying to think of things where like, why would Lindsay be gone? Would she be eaten by something would it be something less macabre and maybe just, oh, she got lost in a JCPenney's? Because, you know, actually, <laughs> that, I don't know. I don't know if she's less macabre. Uh, well, I don't know if she's ever told this story before, but there was one time literally a few years ago in Columbus, Ohio, where Lindsay got lost inside like like one of the 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 stores like a dillard's or a jc penny she just couldn't find the exit because there's you know and 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 in her defense there's a lot of mirrors there's a lot of (laughs) and then especially if you get confused easily and you walk past the like perfume and cologne area it's really strong smelling so that could just be like it could you could get turned around yeah it's really easy to get turned around in those stores what okay here's something that Okay, maybe this is like the first kind of spooky thing we're going to barely touch on. The whole idea of like, okay, picture you're in, I guess, one of the cologne sections of one of those way too big department stores. And for some reason, like the really nice ones are in the glass counters. Yeah. 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 Which is very, we don't talk about this enough. That's very like, what's the, what's the area, uh, the, uh, the, the area, the, the spot in Harry Potter where they like buy all the stuff for class. Oh, uh, Diagon Alley. That's right. Selling a bunch of vials of smell spray is like a very wizardy thing to do. 
I didn't think of that, but you're super right. It is. We sell these po- these stink potions. <laughs> just they're just generally publicly available, and everyone's cool with it. Yeah, they're they're smelly, potent potions. What do you, and, what are you gonna say? And they they have the they they're advertised as having the magical power of like making people think of you differently. So they are like ah. literally potions because you're like, oh, I wear this to smell like a big pineapple. Uh, and <laughs> in, hope, in hopes that people might think I'm a pineapple. I was going to reference the Axe commercials, but I just really don't like them. So that's why no, I'm they're, a pineapple. They're, they're really bad. And also, really I, bad. I, I, what's, yeah, it's like that new Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein, large pineapple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like mm, notes of rind. Notes of rind. Notes of large. You smell green and pointly, point, po- pointly, <laughs> but mostly yellow. Welcome to Pointly's Potent Potions. And then, but they, but they are, but those potent potions, cologne or perfume or whatever, they are like extremely potent because Mm -hmm. you can only do a little bit. And even when you do just barely anything more than that, it's way too much. It is. I learned uh, actually yesterday from a YouTube video. Oh, the proper sweet. way to apply cologne, which I had never like even thought of, because I don't know about you, but for me, it was always just like right on the front, just blast it <laughs> one time. <laughs> but apparently you're supposed to do it in front of you. You walk through it, you dab it on a wrist, you rub your wrists together. And then if you're really fancy, you put a little on the back of your neck so that, uh. that if you hug someone or someone hugs you and they get their nose right in that back neck. So and they're like, mmm, pineapple. Ooh, large fruit. Ooh. <laughs> See, I I thought you would spray it on the back of your neck because it was for the haters. Because in the in like those cars when they put TV screens in the very very back row in the back of the headrests, so the car yeah. behind them can see it. Those are like hater screens. So you might spray it on the back of your neck. I don't know who's following you closely and being a hater, but I I was wondering what those were for. My thought was that they were for entertaining someone who might be in the back seat. I never thought that they were hater screens, just to sort of uh, hater screens throw people off behind you <laughs> uh okay so we have i knew it was gonna happen and we're now we're talking about large fruit and cars but we need to stay spooky but really yes. quick mason in case this is anybody's first time hearing your voice um oh. what do you what even are you, you i know? am i'm like that's a tough question to answer jordan <laughs> because i'm like mostly <laughs> carbohydrates at this point i'm like i'm a five foot ten and a half inch tall stack of carbohydrates I'm I'm great if you're running uh, and bad if you're sitting. Uh, I do some podcast stuff, but not really anything right now. Well, you you made the intro video, both you and uh, your, well, I'm going to say he's our friend, but I don't want to take ownership of the friendship. But Tucker uh, made the intro for our spellbonding things. And then, sorry, I had to make, I had tell my lawyers to go away because you used the proper verbiage and you didn't oh <laughs> i i I, ha- I am his power of attorney and his best oh. friend so like it's okay. okay it's okay okay but but we did we we made the uh the spooky spouses intro and the tucker did the music that's right and then you also did the, the intro music for when Lindsay and i release a phony tales episode which is very fun it's uh i also really can't take like much credit for any of it because eli wrote your theme and i just totally copped his style and just like <laughs> i learned the riff because i was really excited about how cool it was so really eli gets a lot of credit for that but i'm a uh, who's the guy who uh andy warhol the guy who painted soup cans yes isn't there yes. another person who got famous for Im- it, like doing an impression of andy warhol or am i just 
diving into a subject neither of us knows much about to dig for a metaphor that doesn't matter and will only sidetrack us. <laughs> well, you're you're actually this is basically the entire show is talking about stuff that you kind of know nothing about, but you feel like you might know something about. So Let's do spirit boxes then. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right. Right. Because I, I work in radio. Uh, yeah. Maybe we shouldn't do that, but oh. maybe we should. I don't know. Um, and then you and I also are in charge of intercepting and relaying the audio for the Alabaster's Haberdashery podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Which has been a lot of, you know, it's been troubling. It's put a lot of yeah. turmoil, uh, at least in our household. It's been a lot of, it's been very stressful. Um, I had to get a P.O. box um, <laughs> because I literally wouldn't get any other mail because oh. I've... I've my mailbox is full up with those little blue flash drives. That's sad. And it's also scary. Yeah, it's a little bit scary. I'm not going to lie. I've changed my life. Um, yeah. <laughs> for the worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So now is kind of the point in the show. We also really, Lindsay and I don't have a format or, well, we have a format. That's, that's silly to say. But it's how like, does it, I got to say, Jordan, how does it feel to be the one who has to do like, like the, the straight man of the play? Because like now you're the one who has to do all the organizing. Because usually Lindsay's like holding everything together, and you're just over there like number one and number two, and now you have to like <laughs> guide me through it. How is it? I don't like it. No, <laughs> no, because Lindsay and I were we're actually talking about it. Okay, we're not playing pretend earlier today. Now we are playing pretend. Oh, weeks ago before she vanished, mm. and we were talking about like how much I just love, or we we both love turning off our brains. But I think Lindsay's brain, even when turned off, is still great at keeping us on track, especially me on track. But when my brain is turned off, I don't want to do it <laughs> <laughs> at all. Okay, but what, Mason, you are the guest on the show. I would love yeah. it if you would go first and tell us some spooky stuff. Yeah, okay. So um, I brought a story. And I figured because I'm I'm up in Vermont and I, I chose to move here. I love this state and it's got a rich and storied history. Uh, and so I want to talk about Vermont's own brand of Bigfoot that we had, which has mysteriously vanished for like almost 100 years. But we had a, uh, a Bigfoot adjacent creature. What? Yeah. And it, 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 the stories about it are pretty wild. I've got a little collection that we can kind of walk through. So I, I, I like... I fully understand, you know, people in other countries having different types of Bigfoots, but it seems to me at face value, I don't know anything about it yet, and I might stand corrected in literally 25 seconds, but it just seems like, well, we have, no offense, we kind of have our own Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, Bigfoot in the other 49 states? Well, we do things a little differently here in Vermont. <laughs> well, I mean, we're like that about maple syrup. So oh, it, it, yeah. that's just part of the whole Vermont thing. And our Bigfoot's been gone for a long time. But like nowadays it's Cabot <laughs> cheese and real maple syrup. But we need, we're like, I think the least populous state, unless you'd count Alaska or something like, so we, oh. we, we, we need, we need this, Jordan. You can't take this away. Really quick. Speaking of maple syrup, I knew this was going to happen because <laughs> this is I knew this, is gonna, because this is a problem. You I, and I in the same room. <laughs> Well, because I was like, at first I was like, well, what if I get my brother? And then I was like, well, like he's fine, but he's a dad and he's a firefighter. So he's like always in dad mode. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, I don't want to deal with dad energy. But then I was also thinking like, well, okay, I knew, I knew this was going to, you and I were just going to rattle about whatever, but 
you know what? I'm not going to fight it because that's disingenuous. But uh, I, I knew I knew you had an issue with uh, less with less <laughs> with I'm going to say <laughs> maple syrup, uh, <laughs> poor person's maple syrup, because because I showed like, I don't know, we were set, I was sending you a video of something stupid. It doesn't matter what it was, but I, I it was like in my or in our cupboard and you the only thing you saw from the video was the really poor quality maple syrup we had. And you were like, what is that garbage maple syrup in your, in your cupboard? And I was Am like, I oh. Am I so far gone? Am I that far gone? No, oh, I think man. you're that far. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, like, it's like showing, I don't know, someone who's really into cigars. Like, I made this one. Does it look good? And it's made out of, it's made out of like one leaf and a bunch of dead grasshoppers. <laughs> oh gosh. That's so no, that's not good. No, that I don't have anything against the the maple sauce that nah. is so uh, that is sold and purported to be a maple syrup. I grew up with it actually. I grew up with the uh Miss Butterworths. So Aww. like that that was my whole childhood. But it is it is just not even the same thing. It's like if you found out that someone painted the inside of their house with egg yolks and food dye, and you're like, hey, dude, <laughs> paint exists. And they're like, what do you mean? I made this. Like, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's like, hey, paint is going to do way better. But it's not bad. Like, I would I'd paint my studio with egg whites and food dye just for fun. Yeah. So it's... Yes, Vermont is very Vermonty in that sense. <laughs> You've caught me. I have no defense. <laughs> okay, let's... Okay, no more syrup talk, at least right now. Because I just now I just want to talk about... I like... I just think of all these maple syrup things, and that's not that's not scary. It's not scary at all. No, what's scary is the stuff that passes for it. But I'm gonna we're gonna we gotta, I digress. Our own Bigfoot. Yes. Um, the name, honestly, Jordan, it sounds like uh, like you or Lindsay named this creature. Okay, well, then can I guess what it is? I want you to. I really want you to take a guess. Okay, I'm okay. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna guess for me first. Uh, yeah, let, go ahead. Let me let me tell you just a little bit about where it lives. Oh, good. In the Northeast Kingdom, which is the northeast corner of Vermont that to this day almost nobody lives in, like towns have an average population of 100 people, if that, okay. out in the woods. Okay. So just a quick, a quick aside, another, another point uh, uh, for Vermont being very Vermonty. it's called the Kingdom. Okay, so now my guess, <laughs> my guess is Scrooge, and then Lindsay's guess would be... Something like something cuter, like um, Heidi Buddy, or like um, Sneaks Sneakster, or um, something like that. Okay, your first guess for Lindsay was really close. <laughs> really, was it really? <laughs> Heidi Buddy is is <laughs> is close to it because it's called Slippery Skin. Oh my gosh, that uh, you know that is kind of close to Slippery Skin, and it's called Slippery Skin because he managed to elude every trap that they ever tried to set for him. So slippery oh. in the sense that he could hide and slip out so Heidi buddy is almost actually correct <laughs> good job lens um yeah good job lens uh on the ethereal plane yeah um, wherever you are wherever the big tj max in the sky <laughs> getting um, lost perpetually so so slippery skin was was a huge black bear apparently who <laughs> i'm going to read to you directly the description that i have and these are reported from old town gazettes because this was like back in the 1700s he was a huge black bear who allegedly always ran on his hind legs and never on all fours, as oh, a rule. Gross. And he was really clever, 
an early account says that Slippery Skin would walk backwards in his tracks with such accuracy and precision that no one could tell he had done that. So you would just see these big tracks that just stop because they said, oh, he'd walk backwards through the oh. tracks and leave no marks. So like, um, isn't it, wasn't the guy, the, the, the kid's name Danny Torrance in The Shining? Isn't it Danny? It is Danny, right? Danny, the little kid on the trike. Yeah, he did. He did. Maybe Danny at a young age in The Shining Fiction was doing some reading about Slippery Buddy? What, slippery skin. Slipper, slippery skin. Slippery skin. And was like, oh, I know how I can trick and <laughs> trick and uh, have my have my dad freeze to death. I'll just walk backwards in my in my footsteps. Just like slippery skin. Um, <laughs> so the next details are my favorites. They said that hunting dogs were useless for tracking him because the bear was so old that his scent had worn off. <laughs> oh, you know, you, you, you know how that happens, right? Yeah, like, and that makes so much sense because there's not like a running gag about the scent of elderly people, right? No, this bear was so old; he just there no smell left in him. You know, you couldn't squeeze the smell out of that guy if you tried. I wonder if that's something that happens over time, or if that's something that happens like it's your 125th birthday and you're like, oh, finally my smell, and then your smell just like crumbles off like snakeskin. <laughs> It's like when you turn 26 and your car insurance payments drop. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I would like to say that you, you did say car insurance. <laughs> I did say Carmen Sherman's. <laughs> Carmen Sherman's. <laughs> Carmen Sherman's from Gramco. Hi, it's um, me, Carmen Sherman's, seller you, of car insurance. Switching to Carmen Sherman's can save you 15% per term. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, so, so Slippery Skin, the stinkless bear who would walk backwards in his tracks, would leave tracks as big as wagon wheels. He was known for being able to squeeze the sap out of maple trees when he felt so inclined. Whoa. Which maybe is where the whole maple syrup thing comes from. Yeah. Um, and he did like all these Bigfoot things. Like he'd scare people and livestock. He'd reportedly kick over manure piles, throw stones into machinery, fill sap collecting buckets with rocks, tear up fences, put barbed wire into haystacks. Just all of this like really clever and mischievous stuff. Yeah, no kidding. Nobody knows where he came from. And he did completely eventually entirely disappear and nobody's heard from him for like hundreds of years like the last account was 18 something like 1810 oh see i thought like if we were talking mischievous stuff i was hoping that the last reported sighting would be like i don't know in the mid 90s where it's kind of like you have to progress and progress your mischievousness your mischievousness and like be a little bit more modern because if you're always doing the like, okay, great, more barbed wire in the hay, I get it. Been there, right. BTDT. Boring. Uh, boring. Also stupid. Right. <laughs> Especially after a while, you have to learn how to like shake things up. That's why I think ghosts kind of like, Lindsay and I were just talking about this yesterday that, or sorry, plain pretend, weeks ago, wherever she is. Yeah. Um, that ghosts always do the same thing. It's always opening the door, opening the claw or the cupboards. You hear the footsteps. You need to ramp up your stuff. So I was hoping that Slippery Friend would do something like there'd be something in one of the newspapers where it was like, and then and then Slippery Slippery Friend learn how to uh, 
what delete over people saves in Mega Man. Or what <laughs> he was hacking people's MySpace pages and changing their featured songs. Like, <laughs> you know what? I was gonna say would change their top eight, but that's such but that's low hanging fruit. Changing the featured songs. If someone went in my MySpace and did that, that would have bummed me out. It's like that's my now people are gonna think I like I don't know, uh, the police or Sting. Avril Lavigne. Or Avril Lavigne. I'm not, uh, I'm tougher than that. Ugh, too complicated. <laughs> um, Did you have a MySpace song? Uh, I, oh man, it was probably, and this is going to be embarrassing, it oh, was probably yes. Grills by Nelly. You know that? Sweet. Call me George Foreman because I'm selling everybody <laughs> grills. <laughs> that was, uh... <laughs> That's probably what it was. That's a good one. If I'm being honest, my tastes have only gotten worse mm. from there uh, with age. Good. I know I what, had... What would, go ahead. Yeah, what is yours? Well, I changed it because when I found out you could, it's like I have a really difficult time. People are like, hey, who's your favorite thing or in general, whether mm-hmm. it's food mm-hmm. or whatever, because I'm always, I, I always feel like I'm going to be like, people are going to remember me for like giving a really whack answer what's your favorite food and then i'll panic uh, i don't know lifesaver mints oh and then man. you get those for every christmas from yes. everyone forever and you're the lifesavers guy exactly yeah. so i i think i would change my song at least like once a week once a month i had a regina specter one i felt really cool i had for a split second i i honestly think i had a Godsmack song <laughs> maybe once <laughs> uh and i hope that was for a joke but i don't think it was i mean you started with regina specter that's already a lot more tasteful than grills by nelly <laughs> so like if this is a contest you're clearly winning yes no so slippery skin vanished before he had to get into the internet age and i don't know how well he would have coped but judging from these stories actually he probably would have done okay digging into the history of it the earliest report was 1759 this man named duluth which is a great name oh, that you just don't see enough of anymore that's a great um, name yeah the dude himself wasn't great but the name is good duluth <laughs> Duluth. He wrote in his journal that as he and a group of others were trekking back through the Northeast Kingdom from the uh, from the Memphamagog Bay, um, that they were being annoyed by a large black bear who was throwing things at them from trees and ledges, which is like weird. That is weird, especially back then. Yeah. I mean, bears throw things today all the time, and it's not like a big deal. <laughs> no, <laughs> back then, that's the thing. Now, I just um, I just got out of a really intensive bear grills um, survival class, mm. and it was like, okay, I mean, picture I have like a really cool British accent. Okay, yeah, you want to play dead in front of bears, but you also need to carry a shield at all times because they'll they'll be like, you're probably not dead, and they try to they try to smash people to death with rocks, which is like weird they learn they're learning fast that's terrifying i know there it stinks i didn't make it up it's the bears that's horrifying hey i know yeah do they even have (laughs) bears in ohio why are you worried they do actually there's a couple sometimes in southeast ohio oh really yeah sometimes there's there's a bear or two but then they're like let's go this ohio's fine let's go to the mountains and they go to the mountains i didn't know they legalized bears there because for here it's it's been legal for a long time and yeah they will you have all the 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 kingdoms united and they're like let's drink the maple syrup quickly to start the ceremony legalize bears yes good more syrup the northeast kingdom it's one part vermont doesn't have any other kingdoms (laughs) well if you have a northeast kingdom i don't know why you wouldn't then have a northwest a south whatever directions 
I mean, start these kingdoms. Do you know why it's called that? Is It was actually a joke because there's like nothing there except nasty hills and grubby forests. And this one oh. dude at the time like quipped, he's like, ah, oh, yes, my beautiful kingdom of scrub and hills. And oh. it just stuck. So it literally is a... Uh, Vermont's got a bunch of stuff like that. Like there's a mountain 30 minutes from my house named Terrible Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> and it's named that because it's in a really crappy place. <laughs> That's a really like, funny. Yeah, there's loads of stuff like that around here. So it's it's um it's pretension with a dash of self-awareness. I, I guess. think that's fine. I think that's good. Uh, but sometimes there's just straight out pretension, which <laughs> is my way of segueing into, into this topic. So slippery skin, obviously Bigfoot's hunted a lot today. Slippery skin back then was a big deal, and all these towns are trying to hunt him. And there's a very popular story of Vermont Governor Jonas Galusha, another Whoa. awesome name, uh, who had a reputation as being like big hunter dude. And one time during an election year, he came out and he said, I'm personally going to route out Slippery Skin and I'm going to catch him. I have a plan that's never been tried before. So <laughs> he put together a party of dudes. They went to Maidstone, Vermont, where they had reportedly seen Slippery Skin not that long ago, stealing a ham out of a smokehouse. It's oh. <laughs> just literally what is written. <laughs> <laughs> um, when they get there, the governor pulls out a bottle of ointment and soaks himself with it. It was apparently the scent of a female bear. And this is the plan that had never been tried before. So he, he loads up his gun and he goes into the woods smelling like lady bear. And the story goes that shortly thereafter, he came running out of the woods towards the hunting party with slippery skin trailing behind him, shouting, out of my way, boys. I'm bringing him back alive. And the entire party ran for safety. No one shot the bear. The governor lost the election. And his plan that never been tried before was never tried again. Uh, Holy smokes. This is literally from like the um, the little town gazette or whatever that you get with um, that they used to circulate. It's like, oh, here's what's going on in the town. Governor covered himself in bear stink. Tried to get <laughs> slippery skin. <laughs> like... That's uh, I, I I would like I would like to think that this governor what was his last name Maple Galusha Galusha I would like to think that when Gov Galush was running out that he <laughs> it's like Gal Gadot like... <laughs> what is it like it's like Gal Gadot Gov Galush what is Gal what is Gal Gadot Gal Gadot famous actress oh I mean yeah I know. <laughs> so gov gadoosh i would like to think gov gadoosh running out of the i i just picture him running out of the woods right back to the campsite i just picture his face still being like ah, bummer just kind of inconvenience not scared <laughs> worried i'm bringing him back alive boys bringing him back alive bummer dup, 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 dup. that slippery skin walking backwards through his own tracks oh yeah shup, shup. So you know the bass lines and cartoons and they're sneaking where it's like boo doo 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 except it's just I don't know. Um my favorite slippery skin story though, uh which I'll wrap up on, was uh from Westmore, Vermont. There's a group of German clergymen that were picnicking on the shore of Lake Willoughby one day. Uh, when they were apparently suddenly set upon by Slippery Skin, where they ended up running away, booking it out to the woods, and a short while later, one of them was reported missing, and authorities found a quote-unquote mutilated body in the underbrush, and they were like, oh no, that's the guy. <laughs> and then later on, it was determined that the body was actually a bunch of mangled cheese strudels, which had been part of the <laughs> clergyman's picnic lunch, <laughs> and the missing guy was found in Chicopee, Massachusetts later. <laughs> 
So, wait, so, <laughs> so there's a lot to unpack. Do you think do you think that the clergymen, do you think that they threw the cheese danishes? That's also a lot of cheese danishes. I mean, I've also never had to like judge a pastry by size. How many cheese danishes do you want? Uh, like maybe two humans worth. Right. Two German clergymen's worth. <laughs> yeah. Okay, look at me. Two of me. This much. That does sound like a lot of cheese cheese strudels. I don't know if there's a difference between a strudel and, and a Danish, or oh. are those the same? Is like a strudel a big pie? I honestly don't know. I don't know either. Uh, well, I think strudel sounds better. Like I would want to eat a strudel more, sight unseen. Like a Danish, I get it. I've heard Danish before. I've, I've eaten plenty of Danishes. I like them. But strudel sounds good, right? It does. It, it has the, the mouthfeel of the word is better. I, I can get, though, picturing one of those like that had been stomped on by a bear, like a bunch of strawberry cheese strudels. Oh. I could imagine seeing that and being like, oh, no. Oh, no. That's a bad thing that happened here. <laughs> like your first thought wouldn't be these are cheese strudels and you certainly wouldn't taste it. Although the smell might give it away if you're like, oh, this guy died and he smells like the last thing he ate. <laughs> a bunch of cheese strudel. Hey, this guy died and he smells kind of awesome you know anyone else uh i also like you you said oh no a bad thing happened here or something similar and i'd like to think that that's what uh like a detective trying to pose like who lied on their resume that said yeah i have plenty of experience and they were brought to the scene they're like so what do you think detective well something bad happened here for sure oh no a bad thing here something bad happened here gonna need to do some detecting uh but i i would i would also agree that at night i bet you like if they're when was this again? What year was this thing? Uh, this one was in the the like late 1700s, early 1800s. Uh, okay, so especially by lantern at night, I would think I'm because it might be more difficult, or I would think you could tell it was not a person in the day, but by lantern stumbling across just a pile of nasty strudels. I think mutilated strudel. Yeah, mutilated strudel, which is our new bakery. We're going to open up in see and right outside of Seattle. Uh, and it's outdoor speakers that played like death metal all the time, all the time. <laughs> and and they're really the baking case looks like great. Like there's amazing strudels. Um, but you know those fancy bagel places where they put it on a conveyor belt and it goes through a saw. Yes. And like cuts it up. It's it's like that, except there's just a blender with a chute. So you're like, oh, I'll take that cheese Danish. And the cashier puts it in the blender and just launches it at you. Mutilated strudel. And everyone kind of doesn't care that they work there, but like secretly they have a lot of pride and it's like very heartwarming to them. And it's got great benefits and like fair pay. And yeah. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. It seems like something that would fit in Seattle. It would. Lindsay and I went to a place in Seattle when we were there a while ago. I think it was for our honeymoon. Yeah, it was uh, called Biscuit and then a swear word. Um, it starts with a B. It was a swear word. But this place uh, did extremely well and was always packed. And it was funny because we went there two days in a row because it was very good. They, they had very good breakfast bagels. But what was funny is just like the whole novelty of the name. And we were the youngest people there in line and everyone else was probably like 60 to 70. And you were just like, oh, this place is so funny with the bad name. So I bet oh, you no. mutilated strudel would actually do pretty well because there's no swears in the name. And also it has that cool, you know, grungy vibe. That, that edgy atmosphere. It would be 
And like the the blender thing would do really good on TikTok because like someone uh. would post a TikTok and be like, I just went to this strudel place and they liquefied it and shot it into my face from the counter. Isn't that cool? Don't and then I it look would like, sweet? Right. Don't I look cool? And then they sold me this T-shirt to wear that will really absorb the colors. And then I have like a souvenir <laughs> from mutilated strudel. That reminds me. Okay. We have to go to Haunted Housekeeping, but really quick. That reminds me of Guar concerts. How everyone who goes to a Guar concert, you know Guar? One of the greatest bands on human earth. I've never listened to Guar. You don't need to. If just as long okay. as you like see them and you're like, I get it. Uh, I heard it. But Guar, they're a bunch of theater majors that dress up as these giant demons from Antarctica and whatever. But people would show up to their like mosh pits, but wear white shirts because Guar have these like devices that just spray a bunch of ooze and gross stuff at the audience. So then you save your shirt and like you keep it as a keepsake. So I'm thinking mutilated strudel, you could maybe do some some partnering yeah. with one of the Guar members. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. That might be cool. You get a mutilated strudel shirt. And really, that would make up for the business model because you're nobody's going to eat the strudels that get blasted at them. So no. really, it's a t-shirt place with a bakery in it. <laughs> really, it's a t-shirt. It's a really crappy t-shirt place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, good. That's perfect. Well, Mason, par for the course um, on this show and also you and I talking, I know you had two stories, but we got to one. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think we're good. I'll save the other one for something special that may or may not happen. Okay. If, and if I say it like that, like it sounds like I'm teasing something that we have planned, oh, yeah, but yeah, I... Yeah. But I don't. I, there's nothing. No, there's nothing at all. Maybe playing. Pre oh, oh, oh. I was just going to say we can continue to play pretend and then maybe it'll be. Yeah. For a very special thing. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I've got something. Roll with me on this. OK. We're making a full length movie. Mm, yep. Can't wait. We're getting it's going to be directed by uh, Carmen Sherrance. Carmen Sherrance. Uh, David Fincher is playing the lead role. We we kind of had to trick him by saying he would direct it. But then. We, we gave he fell in love with the role immediately yeah he did it's gonna be great he plays a giant strudel he plays slippery slippery um friend and mason and i play clergyman uh and then Lindsay is actually doing all the voice for the slippery guy right because we actually managed to get all four of the jonas brothers to play Lindsay in like a <laughs> rotating part kind of like uh mary kate and ashley olsen did with full house except it's the jonas brothers and they're playing Lindsay. yes and they're not identical yeah. twins are they not wait aren't are, they brothers wait. i think they're just brothers I, I you know i'm not sure anymore you're not allowed I, to look, look it up. up you can't look, I'll it, look up. it up well okay well after we do the haunted housekeeping <laughs> i will uh you look it up i will have the answer okay all right mason thank you very much for your story and three wait, are we counting down oh almost oh sorry that's okay well we will see everybody in the haunted housekeeping zone in three two one well hey there everybody how are you haha <laughs> welcome to the haunted housekeeping zone if you'd like to know more about our show check out some of our merchandise or anything really you can go to SpookySpousesCast.com 
and look around. We have plenty of stuff on there. We have uh, new merchandise on there. The Ready for Yeti collection, which maybe you just need a blanket or maybe you need a mug to put your blanket in. Or maybe you need a long sleeve t-shirt and a short sleeve t-shirt to wrap in to wrap the blanket that you put in the mug in those things. Yeah. You can do that. Just go to SpookySpousesCast.com and look around. And while you're there, click on the Scavengers Network link and check out all the other great shows on the network. They're very fun and nice. Also, if you didn't hear the cool news already, we have a tiny little TV little mini-series thing going called Spellbonding. You can find Spellbonding on YouTube if you search Spooky Spouses Spellbonding. That's right. Spellbonding is a little video series we're doing where we holler at a friend, a listener, whoever really, and they tell us some scary stories they might have. It's spooky scary. Yeah, it's pretty scary. So please uh, use the restroom before you watch the videos. Yes, absolutely. And hey, if you're using the restroom and you think, wow, something really scary is probably going to come up the toilet, but I'm scared and I don't know how to express my feelings, maybe you want to call our haunted hotline and ask us. We can maybe give you some mediocre advice. I had no idea where you were going with that and you really (laughs) took me on a trip. If you'd like to, our haunted hotline number is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. Such a scarier number. It's way scarier when you say the words and not the numbers. Yes. You can call us any time of day or any time of night and leave us a voicemail. You can also send us a text and we'll either read the text or listen to the voicemail on an upcoming episode. And if you are looking for some of the spookiest clothes and also the swaggiest drip that you can find, you can head over to nativelanguageclothing.com or find them on Instagram, nativelanguageco, and do some clicking some scrolling and add some real cool swaggy drip to your cart and use the promo code spooky spouses at checkout all lowercase all one word and you will get 30 percent off your order so check them out get your uh, spooky sherpa on yeah they have sherpa shorts and very cool hoodies and they're very fun and if you like our show and you want to help support our show and help support the scavengers network in general you can go to patreon.com slash the scavengers network and be a monthly donor you can donate two bucks a month $40,000 a month if you really want to $40,000 and one cent a month you're welcome to do so yeah and then that kind of just lets people know that you're kind of a jokester (laughs) yeah because like that one cent like it's something but it's not much and it's funny yeah you'll get exclusive bonus content you'll get discounts in the scavengers network store you might even get some early access stuff who knows again that's patreon.com slash the scavengers network we'd love to see you there check it out and now here is an advertisement for a podcast that we enjoy. PodCube, podcasts from the past delivered to the future. With PodCube's pseudo-linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain. What was the group dynamic with Australopithecus? What brand of cigarettes did the Spanish Inquisition smoke? Was Leonardo da Vinci a pants guy? Or a shorts guy? You can discover with PodCube. Listen for yourself to the flagship PodCube podcast, Alabaster's Haberdashery, recorded on location in 1880. Simply search PodCube, all one word, in your podcast app or visit poweredbypodcube.com. PodCube, the future is yesterday.
welcome back every single person. Uh, I hope that in the Haunted Housekeeping Zone, you learned a little bit about the Jonas Brothers because Mason did. They are all identical twins. And what's weird is they were they were literally all grown in the same laboratory in Disney using Walt Disney's blood from one of his toes. Yeah. And I just yeah. and I and, and I thought it was going to be something simple like, oh, they're just brothers. No, it's very detailed. Yeah, it's super deep. That's why they did the whole the whole abstinence thing that they did for a long time. Like that was you remember that, right? Like no. the early Jonas. Oh, they all wore like promise rings and they had this whole campaign for abstinence. Like that was their oh. that was their inception. That was their conception uh, at the beginning. <laughs> Great. You can cut that if you have to. <laughs> I will never cut it. No, I will not cut it. Um, okay, so Mason, I have a few things for you. I'm excited. And then we also have a voicemail, which is very exciting as well. So recently I've been into the the subreddit glitch in the matrix i love it i can't Ooh. get enough of it because it's like it's kind of sort of what we discuss on the show where it's unexp- it's like paranormal adjacent it could be paranormal it could be extraterrestrial it could be just anything unexplained i love it yeah it's even just weird stuff like lost time and things like that i also subscribe to that subreddit it's a very good one but i have one right now from this is so these are all from glitch in the matrix this is from reddit user tony is shredded which he probably is i mean tony yeah you know tony oh the guy is shredded yeah have you seen him one thing i think is very funny is the word shredded referring to a person because we both i think get like a similar visual just absolutely ripped yeah just completely torn apart <laughs> by wild Why animals. Are, <laughs> like a bunch of cheese strudel. Yes. Uh, um, I'm gonna start I'm gonna start referring to extremely muscular people uh as, as strudely. That dude is strudled out. Can you believe uh I just got car insurance. I met Carm Insurance, and she was strudled. Like absolutely look at, strudled. Look at the traps on that strudel. <laughs> um okay this is from uh sub user tony is strudled it's 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 short and sweet and i think that it's very good the subject is people keep saying my name is michael when it's not (laughs) okay Uh, uh and then it goes on to say has anyone experienced this before for as long as I can remember, whenever people call me by the wrong name, they always call me Michael. My name is not Michael. It's Anthony. Just one example. I bet you I can, I, I bet you I can already guess what happens in the example. Someone calls him Michael. Yeah. But that's just, that's, that's a long shot. Let's, let's see if I'm right. Yeah, let's hear him out. Just one example. I work for a call center and tell the customer my name in the beginning. Then not even three minutes in, uh, oh, sorry, then not even three minutes in the call, they will say my name is Michael. Not Steve, not Tom, not John, but Michael. This used to not bug me so much, but I'm starting to think it's a glitch. Please let me know if anyone else has experienced this. Sincerely, Michael. I added the last part. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, though, that the very first comment is just, okay, Michael. Which I thought is very funny. (laughs) (laughs) That that is very good. Why? What? This Tony must just radiate Michael energy. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm thinking. So, okay, we can play pretend and somehow Anthony 
got sucked into another dimension or he's there whenever he talks to people and people somehow or like some voices are saying it's actually Michael, but that might not be the case. But I think that there's like, have you ever, has anyone ever told you, oh, you look like you could be a parless or like, oh, you look like your name could be Starnedfrist. I, people, I have had people say to me, you look like a Mason after I tell them my name. So I don't know where people get these ideas from because I, like, I can picture, I can picture a Henry and that's like, that's it. I don't have one of those for every name. Yeah. I don't, I can't picture a Michael. There's a lot of Michaels. Does your Henry have glasses? Yes or no? Yeah, he does. Yeah, so does what, my Henry. What is the... What is the pattern on the outer shirt he's wearing? Some sort of button-up, maybe like a nice plaid button-up. It's it's plaid. Sorry, I, I'm trying not to shout. I just got really excited. <laughs> it is plaid. What about the hair? Um, what color hair? It's like dusty brown. Yes, almost, it is. Almost blonde. Yes, it is yeah. dusty brown. Is it curly or not curly? It's wavy. Yes, it is wavy. Yeah, it's Okay. See, wow. So there is like a, a supernatural Henry form. Maybe some names just have higher forms. Maybe some, maybe some essences have a distinct label to their essence, to their being. Like colognes do. Like colognes do. Like Calvin Klein, Henry. Calvin Klein, Steve Dahl. S- Calvin Klein, Anthony, which really should have been Michael. Yeah, right? Uh, it smells like Michael to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be a great name for a cologne. Calvin Klein, Anthony. But the parenthetical, uh, it kind of smells like a Michael to me, but... S- well, smells like Michael. But, and then it has that, like, the old... Um, text-based i don't know emoji smells like a michael <laughs> yeah, the, to me but say la vie um the the idea to me is really weird of doing like a focus group where you have someone be like what do you think this person's name is be like no nah, it looks really looks like a henry with the dusty brown hair and the plaid i wonder if or you know what this might just be the the longest running best practical joke anyone's ever pulled off. It very well could be. Yes, you're absolutely right. Like this could have started when he was a baby. Like his parents are these pranksters and they, they've just told everyone like, this is Anthony. Call him Michael. Call him Michael like, because we kind of yeah. don't like our son. <laughs> but like, I also like that uh, Anthony said, it's not Steve. It's not John. I like how Anthony gave other examples of names that they did not say. <laughs> that people could have called him. Now, yeah. they easily could have called me Albert. They could have called me Yarf. They could have called me Rebecton. But they didn't. Right. But they call me Michael all the time. Now, I will say, though, that I when when people call me by the wrong name, I always get two. And there's a bonus third. I always get Jared or Jason. I can get those two. Ah. Sometimes, though, I get Brandon. Oh, Jordan, I got some bad news. Do I look like a Brandon? I'm looking at, I'm looking at you now through the lens of a Brandon, oh. and it's it's feasible. <laughs> it's feasible. I wouldn't say that like you, you are not the person I would picture for Brandon, but you do share characteristics with him, and I wonder why that is. I don't because know. you and I had the same Henry, and we arguably have incredibly different life experiences. Yes. Yes. Where do these come from? I don't know. And now I'm looking at you and I'm thinking, I was like, okay, what name energy am I getting from Mason? And honestly, for real, I'm not kidding. I get Mike. Not Mike. Mike. Not Michael. No, absolutely not Michael. Mike. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm looking at myself. Okay. Right now. I'm looking deep. Now be careful because could, if you get this right, you could implode and you could disappear. I, I do. I do see Mike. 
and I would insist on it being Mike, but I would have to be more into film. Oh, I get that. I, I would have to be a little bit more into film. I have also gotten Nathan, and that's very close to Mason, and usually people <laughs> just heard me wrong, and so maybe I associate with that. But you, I could see Brandon for you, Jordan. I could not see, what was the other one, Jangs? Uh, it's not Jangs. Uh, it's Jangles? No, it's, um, it's uh, what is it? Jared and Jason. Jared. Not Jared. Nope. No, I also don't, I don't, and I know a Jared or two, and they, mm. to me, are Jareds, but I am not a Jared. You don't fit into that box. No, I don't. I don't think I do. Well, you say that with a certain amount of animosity. It seems I will never be Jareds. a Jared. You understand? Okay, do you understand wow. me? I touched a nerve. I want people to. I want people to really listen here. Tune in. If you take one thing away from this, not jo- not not Jared. No, I will never be a Jared. I will happily be a Marcus before I'll be a Jared. I'll happily be. Uh, what's another cool name? Ooh, hate to break it to you, Jordan. You do kind of have Marcus energy. Why? More of in the in the lower part of your face. Maybe it's because I just believe everything people say, and I always think I'm wrong when I say something. If someone's like, I disagree, I go, ah, you're right. I'm, I guess maybe, I think what we're also learning here is that I'm a coward. But then why, 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 why is it also that every time you say a name that you think I am, I agree right away? I don't know. I agreed with Mike, too. So, yeah. like, what, what even is a name? It's just, it's, uh, what was it? Jack Black said it on an old Tenacious D DVD that my buddy Brandon and I would pass back and forth. Um, it's just the labeling of your essence. That's all it is. Yeah. Here's the, uh, man, I wish that I wanted kids cause I would just not <laughs> name them and whatever someone called him, I would just be like, that's his name. You bet. People, mm-hmm. Oh, be- oh, what a beautiful kid. Oh, what's, what's your kid's name? I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> Uh, Dan, Dan. yeah, got it in one. Oh, beautiful, beautiful kid. What's, what's your daughter's name? You tell me, (laughs) you tell me. And it just comes off as creepy, but it's, it's, no, it is creepy. I think it comes off as creepy because it's kind of creepy to say that. And then maybe you and I just also found out another thing. If you do not, so this is, again, this is all spooky related. I promise. If you don't want to get into a conversation because small talk is going to be a thing, which we all know is scarier than demonic activity. Mm. uh, You go, Hey, what's good to meet you. My name's Cradge. What's your name? And you go, uh, you tell me. And then I bet you they'll go, uh, what? Beg part? I have something. To, I have something else to do right now. All of a sudden, yeah. and then you're done. <laughs> or use a Ouija board for small talk. When someone asks you a question, like, "Oh, how are you doing?" Be like, "Well," and then take your pocket Ouija board <laughs> out and be like, "Put your fingers on this little plaque thing. Let's find out how I'm doing." Slide your fingers around on my tiny board and let's see right. what my name is. Let us let us consult with my essence. <laughs> consult. Uh, it's great to meet you. My name's Starf. What's your name? Uh, I'm going to have to, I mean, I could tell you, but I'm going to have to ask you to consult with my essence. <laughs> oh, it, it went straight to goodbye. I guess we're done. Here. <laughs> uh, okay. Mason, I have another story. All right. Well, so I don't know what happened with Anthony and Michael. Maybe it's just, you know, it's just going to be one of those things where people are just going to kind of call you, call you Michael. At what point are you wrong? Exactly. I'm sorry to harp on this, but like, at what point do you just say I gotta change my name? Probably at the fifth. I would. I would think like at the fifth Michael, but maybe. Well, Jordan. Yeah, we've demonstrated for you. It only takes one. Yes, it only takes one. <laughs> you and all you have to say is you kind of look like a mark from your nose to your chin, and I'm like, huh? I might be a mark. Sometimes, but you know, this is also really weird because my brother and I recently started calling each other Rick. <laughs> 
<laughs> just it's like a it's it's a it's a term of endearment. It's not, hey man, hey Bradley. It's hello, oh, oh, Rick. What's up, Rick? What's up? How's it going, Rick? It's always been Rick. And then now my buddy Turner and I call each other Rick or Richard. So maybe Michael is a cool term of endearment that people have for you just because. So Tony might be strudled, but he's not hip. Yes. Is what you're saying. Yes. Yes. hundred yeah. um, percent. Okay. I was going to give you a story, but I am going to give you another one because I like this one better. Ooh. Okay. Another short and sweet one from Glitch in the Matrix. This is from, <laughs> you know, I always really appreciate people with good usernames because I'm too much of a coward to have a good one. Uh, this is from Reddit user, I eat cheesy cheese. So from mm. I eat cheesy cheese says, my dad drank out of the same black cup every day. One day he filled up a different white cup. Okay. Mm. I asked him what gives and he claimed to always have used that cup. I asked the rest of my family, and they all said the same thing. Hmm. And now this is the type of thing, like, there, there, are, there are a few things that Lindsay and I will come across on our show that just resonate with me on a molecular Michael level. Like, I love them so much. And this is one of those stories. Yeah, I, I do feel it on a molecular level as well. <laughs> molecular. Because it's like, it's like an instant Mandela effect almost. Yeah, I get, now, just, and, now, and this, this isn't for me. This is maybe for people, you know, who are younger, who maybe haven't finished a lot of school yet, who might not know what a Mandela effect is. Um, and, and this is not for me, but what is that, you know, for other, oh. for other people listening? <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, the kids' books about the family of bears, you know, those little cartoon Baron bears? bears. Yes. It's actually the Baron Stain Bears, and it has been the whole time. I get it now. That was a very good example. And that's like the one people usually call up. It's things like that. And people think there's like diverging universes and all this stuff. It's probably like faulty memory. But then you get something like this cup where that's such a, a recent memory. Because, you know, it's not like all oh, those books I read as a kid. It's the cup my dad drinks from every day. Every day. Black cup. Then all of a sudden, white cup. Did he turn the cup inside out? Well, that depends. Um, you know, this uh, <laughs> I eat cheesy cheese's dad is either extremely strudled and can do that or they didn't you know that's just one of those things it's either it's either one it's either one of those or they didn't or, or they didn't or at all. you're lying yeah that inlet see the the problem is that i always assume people are tricking me and i don't know what that says about my upbringing mm. um but i feel like i think your family is gaslighting they very you. well could be but that that's also called mason for you that's called uh, vermont skepticism um yeah but I, I also kind of, no, I don't always think I'm being tricked. And this is why I need Lindsay to constantly call me out when I say stuff that is not true about what I think is true. But like, I believe people all the time. I believe so many people at face value, almost, it's probably dangerous. So if I were to see my dad, the former mayor of Madison, Ohio, drinking out of a cup all of a sudden that he never drank out of, or if, I don't know, he, he woke up one morning with a full beard, where'd the beard come from? I've always had the beard. I'd believe you him. You would have noticed. Well, but I would have, yeah, I'd be and, like, and, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> Guess I'm wrong. But then also if like you went to your mother and, and or like to, to all of the rest of the people in your family, like, no, he's always had the beard. That. That's hmm, that would take a lot of coordination and they'd probably start snickering. And if did he, is there anything about snickering in the story? Nothing. That's that's and, the literal end of the story. <clears throat> because I also don't know that either that either is is a family with a 
deeply rooted sense of comedy and right. what is there's no there's no debate about it what is funny for sure and that is funny to trick your kid from the moment they're born to you know whatever age i eat cheesy cheese is to go you know what um like they're they're all in the hospital room uh their older siblings are around them even if they had younger siblings then you have to get them in on the joke so it's yeah. like they're all around the hospital the hospital room they're about to have uh i eat cheesy cheese as a newborn okay i mean, know we're all excited to have this have a new family member but we're gonna trick it for its life for its whole life and it's gonna be about a cup i drink out of okay three two one here's the kid it just it makes right. it, it it's just such it's so elaborate if that's the case. I love this idea of them having a family meeting where they like explain <laughs> the whole thing like they plan it out and like at the last minute like the, the the parent is like all right now what what are we the Johnsons and what are we about sticking to the bits. <laughs> That's right. Hands in the middle. All right. Everybody break. Gabadooba. And then like they like and then like the day before this happened, they had like this family meeting without the one kid where they like all sat down and they were like, I think it's cup day. Does everyone let's raise your hand if you agree. And like they take it all yes. very seriously. Yes. Um, so that's one option. And I think the other and the other option is that uh, I think the literal only other option is that the cup was always white. Ah. <sighs> And what I eat cheesy cheese was like shaded shade blind, like could not tell. Maybe or did he only ever see his dad drink in the dark? Or maybe something happened where I eat cheesy cheese. Something happened, and then it was like abort this, um, abort this dimension, new dimension that's still in the third dimension, but parallel. But there might be a few things, but I think it's worth it. And then time, or whoever controls time, blipped. I eat cheesy cheese into the parallel dimension. One of many. Oh, I just realized the cup flipped from being a black cup to being a white cup, right? That's how the story goes? Yes. Black cup, white cup. So what happened in the original dimension was like a terrible accident where there was like someone driving down the road and like they, they were in a horrible crash or something. And then they restarted time and made the cup white. And then that driver's headlight caught the glint of the dad's cup through the window, which startled the driver into being more alert and avoided the crash that would somehow like set off a nuclear winter. Like you, his dad's cup changing color was part of this Rube Goldberg-esque necessary steps to take to save the universe. This is what I'm like, talking about. Yeah, something. Yeah, like, or there was like a sniper or something trained on his dad, <laughs> and the sniper's little laser beam reflected off the white cup and blinded the sniper. It went into his eye, and he's like, "Oh man, what I'm doing is really bad, and I should quit." And like, it made him rethink his choices, and like, it was all to save his dad. I think that's probably exactly it. Yeah, I, there's got to be some reason, unless it was just like a little detail. I don't know because most of what you said. Not for me, again, not for me, but was maybe too smart for, who you know, people who have chosen to just, like, forget a bunch of stuff. So, you know, I'm just going to say that that was absolutely correct, uh, everything that you said, because I want it to be true. <laughs> okay, Mason. Jordan. As promised, we have a voicemail. Oh, yes. And it's from Lindsay. We haven't heard from her in oh, years. A long time. Oh, okay. And according 
to the transcript of the voicemail. Um, the whole time when we said she just vanished, she, uh, she was stolen. She She's actually been Sasquatching this entire time. She's out hunting for Bigfoot. Not slippery skin, but like your garden variety Bigfoot. Probably, yeah, because I, I think that's true. Um, and I'm looking at the transcript for the very first time. And yeah, so just, l- let's just pretend that what we said earlier, Lindsay was just Bigfooting the whole time. Uh we could tie it all together. She was bigfooting in a TJ Maxx where she got sucked into the ghost dimension. <laughs> they told her some secrets, and then she traveled through the Cologne Isle to like it. All it all it all, it's all the same thing. It is. The, it's it's literally the exact same thing. This is why the dad's cup changed colors too. Ah, okay, great. Yeah, and you're and you you held true to your word. We tied it all together. And in the other dimension, Anthony was Michael, or Michael was Anthony. That's what it was. So this is all Lindsay's fault. This is Lindsay's doing. Okay, well let's find out what she has to say for herself because I'm. She might be in big trouble with the time police. Hi, this is Lindsay Reed, uh, your wife. Um, as you know, I have gone squatching and things are going well. Um, a little too well. Um, I have a Sasquatch here. Well, I should say that he has me. He's trapped me. Um, instead, I have to, well, he said in his own language, something and then I had to figure it out and I learned his language so now I speak fluent Sasquatchian Um, but he is telling me I have to answer these three riddles or I cannot go home so um, I really miss you and Molly so uh, yeah I need a little help I got one phone call he said only one he really is a big fan of um, who wants to be a millionaire, so he likes the idea of phone a friend. I figured I would call this line because more people are listening and maybe more people can help me. Um, so I'll just jump right into it. The first riddle is, if you've got me, you want to share me. If you share me, you haven't kept me. What am I? Um, I don't know. Uh, second riddle uh, what is so fragile that saying its name breaks it? Um, I don't want to answer wrong, um, cause he looks really angry. So, um, the last riddle is if you drop me, I'm sure to crack, but give me a smile and I'll always smile back. What am I? Um, yeah, so those are the riddles. Hopefully someone can help me out. Um, I mean, other than being captured by a Sasquatch, it's going pretty good. My research, I mean, I speak Sasquatchian now and, you know, I've learned his culture a little bit, um, but he might eat me. So yeah, please, please help me. Thank you guys. Bye. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Hey, that's a big deal. Uh, that's a big deal. It's a really big deal. I I do want to say it it, it speaks to Sasquatch culture that part of like their whole thing is like they they taught Lindsay Sasquatchian and like all these things about them and then are going to eat Lindsay. Like that's super courteous. It's very courteous. And it's also interesting to learn that they love the show. Who wants to be a millionaire? (laughs) Yeah. I really would have thought they were more of a deal or no deal kind of cryptid. But that yes, might... I thought they would be. Um, what's the one show? There's a new show where you play putt putt, and like it's kind of like a mix between putt putt and wipeout. I forget what it's called, but it's a it's fun a little bit, but it's putt? also not that fun. Putt putt. It's like putt putt mixed what, what, with wipeout. No, what is putt putt? What do you mean? What is putt putt? Putt putt to me is that that 
uh, huge entertainment game that you played as a kid with a little talking cartoon car. No, putt-putt like mini golf. You guys call that putt-putt? And you think Vermont's <laughs> weird? <laughs> it's called putt-putt. Yeah, okay, I'm calling it that forever now. Thank you. This is a gift. <laughs> um, okay, so Lindsay needs our help. Yeah. Uh, the first riddle. I feel good about that one. Okay, do you know it? Yeah, I, I actually, I think I know that one. Okay, what is it? It's, it's if you have me, you want to you want to share me. If you share me, you don't have me. Uh, it's a secret. Oh, that one's a secret. I'm pretty sure that one's a secret. Well, I, okay, so Lindsay has a phone, so she can listen to this episode while she's being held captive by a Bigfoot. Yeah, Because oh, I was thinking, how would she get the answers? But I'm thinking the Bigfoots would be like, okay, we'll wait a few days before the episode comes out, <laughs> and then we'll... Either that, or were we supposed to pick up when it rang? Was that, did we mess uh... up? Well, I hope we didn't. I guess we can keep answering them, and if we did mess up, then we then it's oopsie on our then it's oopsie for us. Yeah, that's a, not a good oopsie because if no. I mean Lindsay was really cordial about us not answering her one phone call while she's being held captive by a squatch. Yeah, I well, I'm just gonna say I really hope that um I didn't I didn't blow it. <laughs> we, we'll find out. I mean, you can you can text her and be like, tell the Squatch just wait a little bit. Tell the Squatch to just chill, please. Um, okay, what's the other one? Uh, um, what is so fragile that saying its name breaks it? I wrote these down as she said them. Oh, you're the best. Okay, that I don't know. Saying it, it's so your word. No, so fragile that saying its name breaks it. Uh, my ego. um uh saying my name saying my name is mark yeah because that breaks my full name anthony being anthony's ego (laughs) um uh i don't know this one oh snap i got it holy cow it It just hit me like a ton of bricks it's silence oh because if you say silence You've broken the silence. You break it, and its name is silence. I that's very. I I think that that's very good. Is that right? I mean, you know what? What's cool about this is you and I have no way of knowing. Yeah, if but this, this worked. Jordan, you seem really nonchalant about the stakes here. Well, and it's only because I I wish I wish Lindsay would have maybe Facetimed or something yeah, because th- I, I you know we would have been able to help more. Your wife is under Squatch Watch regardless. Like, we've got to, <laughs> like, this, we, we are going to be responsible for, for helping her crack these riddles. I, I, well, also knowing Lindsay, she can talk her way out of basically any situation. So I bet you, if these are right or wrong, it might not make that big of a difference. Because knowing her, she has already, even though this voicemail was only left a little bit ago, she is already sort of taking control over the entire sasquatch i don't know neighborhood i guess area she she could convince him to go to dillard's and lose him there you know now that's a really good tactic yes because i know that she would like to hang out a little bit but i don't know if she'd want to be there for that long probably not i bet okay what's this third one Uh, the third one that she said was if you drop me i'm sure to crack but give me a smile and i'll always smile back and i have no ideas for this one but my brain just keeps saying it's a cat and that doesn't make any <laughs> sense at all. See, my brain keeps saying it's an egg because 
something about it being sunny side up. Dude, I've never smiled at an egg and had a smile back, and I would certainly throw it out the window if that happened. Yeah, that's but a really good point. Sunny, well, sunny side up. I mean, be right, be right, I'll be right back. I'm going to go to a local diner. I'm going to order my eggs smiling and see if they question it, uh, because that might be a thing. Like, How would you like your eggs? Uh, smiling, please. Smiling. Is there any way you could make them smile? Can make- <laughs> I can't say it with that tone of voice. Is there any way you could make my eggs smile? <laughs> I feel like that's also bad. <laughs> yeah, that's worse. How would you like your eggs? Make them smile. Make them whoa. smile or else. <laughs> right. Okay, whoa, all right. We'll hey. make your eggs smile. Make them smile on my Mickey Mouse pancakes. Right. Um, How do you want your eggs? <laughs> Cook them with a Bic lighter. What? <laughs> Uh, okay if you drop me you'll crack okay smile smiles back yes if you drop me i'm sure to crack but give me a smile and i'll always smile back can can you give a smile means like make a smile at it right is there any other meaning for giving a smile to something maybe like donating money but then that would all or like no that's the opposite because that's like the whole dickensian orphan thing like have you got hey penny sir no? How about a smile? Like, the smile oh, is the opposite of the money. Okay. All right. Okay. Then, yep. Although Strike I, a thousand. No, no. Although I do like the idea of, like, grifting people by being like, hey, give me a smile. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. Oh, God, I hate that, actually. Yeah, I, it's not sorry. good. It's not I good. I said that, and my whole body convulsed. Erase that. How about this? S- smile at me or give me $10. <laughs> I'd probably give someone $10 if someone's like, hey... You really have no choice here. You either smile or give me $10. I'd go, here's 10 bucks. I don't, I don't want to do that. I'd like to never see you again. Here's $11 just because. So, okay. What smiles? I think let's just, we, we need to just come up with an answer because this is, this one is really, really hard. Is it a tooth? Is it a tooth? If you drop a tooth, will it crack? I've never had occasion to drop a tooth. I've never dropped a tooth either. I've had a tooth crack, but I've never dropped a tooth. Dropping tooth sounds like something you do with like big fish, like something you would do in the ocean. <laughs> like, yeah, me and my buddies are out there dropping tooth and we got a, like, we got a hammerhead, dude. Uh, How'd you catch it? <laughs> what do you mean how we catch it? We dropped tooth, idiot. Yeah, dude. Just out there dropping tooth, man, all afternoon. Got my sunblock on. <laughs> I also, I, I would also like to think that in this, if you say like dropping tooth plural, it's tooths, not yeah, teeth. Dropping tooths. Yeah, we drop tooths. Tooths. If you drop me, I'm short to crack, but give me a smile and I'll always smile back. I'm Googling oh, it. Is it a glass orange? A glass orange? <laughs> that fell apart as soon as it came out of my mouth. I was thinking like orange smiles. And oh. how how do you make an orange crack? You make it out of glass. Okay. Um, well, you I, can't Google it. I'm Googling it. Don't say I'm that. I'm Googling it. The, the, well, if the Squatch listens now, it's going to be like, that doesn't count. Uh, okay. If you drop me, I'm sure to crack. Smile, smile back. I'm getting the answer. I'm going to get my own answer then from the inside parts of my brain. Oh. It's Michael. This is so, it's not, it does start with an M. This one's so easy. Milk. Be- you know what's easy? It's really easy, especially when you know what the answer is. I mean, that's how riddles work, <laughs> Jordan. I, riddles make me so nervous. Oh, man. Um, Give me a hint. Uh, okay. You probably use one of these every single day, and it's inside your house. 
inside my house. A yes. mouse? It's not a mouse in your house. It does not rhyme with house. Oh, it's, it's a mirror. It's, it's a, mirror. a mirror. It's a oh, mirror. Dang, it's a mirror. So, okay, wait. So what are they? Uh, mirror is one. The other silence. one is silence and then a secret. A secret. Secret silence mirror is the name of the new prog, prog rock band I'm going to start soon. Hey, I think these squatches are actually trying to break into some really occult stuff. And they were like passing the like they found these three riddles and passed it on to you because secret silent mirror. <laughs> they're <laughs> see what they do after you tell them this, Lindsay. See if they're like, oh yes, you've passed the test, and then they hurry off to like a cave somewhere. They're Finally. Doing... <laughs> and you just hear in like deep voices, secret silent mirror, and then an explosion, and then <laughs> <laughs> I, I i like the idea of them only having to say it one time too in unison we found it yeah do you say it the one time all together this this one this one person figured out how to trap the bigfoots and it was with three intriguing riddles that that like make a cave collapse when spoken in unison by big feet by lar- largo pods that's that's the one yeah. yep that's exactly the one well Lindsay, yeah i i think i can speak for both of us we miss you, mm-hmm. and I'm happy that you're okay. At least, I think you're okay now that we've solved the riddles. I hope Googling it didn't ruin it. I still... Uh, you hinted it to me, so, like, one of us sort of figured that one out, I guess. Like, you... You did, Lindsay's, yes. Lindsay's good at talking, so she could probably spin that to be convincing to the squatches. Yes, yes. And I bet you, before you and I even answered again, she had already been like, you know what? This whole thing just seems kind of silly. I could probably like help you guys do other cool stuff instead of solving riddles. Should we'll, I help them we'll, wallpaper? We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. wallpaper. Um, I can teach you guys how I dance. Uh, yeah, anything really. Actually, honestly, Lindsay could just do art for them and they'd yeah, probably they'd be, be like, Yo, this is cool. <laughs> I like it, I think. What is it again? Me? I look I look like Ryan Reynolds. That's pretty cool, I guess. We are friends now. Want to go drop some tooth? <laughs> uh, Want to come on our fishing boat somehow in the ocean somehow and drop tooths somehow? Um, <laughs> They're very... People don't know this, but squatches really couch things. They really like hedge their bets with the... There's yes. always somehow... Maybe, possibly. And the answer to all those things, is, or how they do it somehow, is always elbow grease. And also, mm. a lot of people don't know that, but that's where we get the saying, using some elbow grease, is from Big Feet. Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's, that's true. That's wicked cool. Yeah, no need to Google it. Uh, that's absolutely true. I didn't know that. Well, here's one thing I do know. We would like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers for writing the music you heard at the beginning, the middle, and the end of our show. You can find Eli on social media at Eli Who Does Music. He is special and sweet and really, really neat. Uh, and he has, we all know about the flute arms. What else mm. about Eli? He has seven rows of teeth and each one, as the farther you go back, turn closer and closer into uh, gummy, like a gummy bear texture. That's oh, real. That's, so it's kind of like Brill, but like, like whales have the like f- floppy, floppy yes. teeth. Oh, that's cool. He yeah, sings really well for someone who has to sing through seven layers of teeth. Yeah. And that's, and no one gives him enough credit. So great job, Eli. Yeah. Great job, Eli. We would like to thank everybody for listening to the show and helping us spread the word about the show. Uh, Without you, there is no us. And I know we mentioned it last week, but if you'd like to 
Um, Lindsay and I were able to hop on a little live stream video thing with one of our favorite actors and comedians, uh, Rob Hubel from Human Giant, I Love You Man, Medical Police, Children Hospital, um, and just Earth as well. Uh, you can head over to Rob Hubel's Instagram and watch it. Uh, Lindsay and I are on there first, and it was weird and very fun. It was really weird. cool. <laughs> I watched it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and that really meant a lot to us that you did watch it. Thank you for watching it. I kept commenting, but Rob Hubel wouldn't notice me. I made a joke about him being an Anderson Cooper cover band, and he didn't think it was funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's funny. Yeah, well, he didn't. That's uh, okay. It's all right. That's fine. You know what? It's fine. It's fine, Rob. I don't even know what you're in. Yeah, so there, Rob. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Take that person we'll probably never talk to ever again. And what else do we say at the end of our show? Um, you can go to nativelanguageclothing.com and do some scrolling and add some very cool drip to your shopping cart and use the promotional code Spooky Spouses, all one word, all lowercase, and for 30% off. Yo, dropping tooth is what you do when you spend your dough on some drip. <laughs> Duh. Is Duh, you, man. Did you Drop guys not even know that? Drop some tooth over <laughs> at nativelanguageclothing.co. <laughs> And if you'd also like to drop some tooth on some Spooky Spouses merchandise, you can. You can go to SpookySpousesCast.com and scroll around and check out a mug, a blanket with Molly's face on it. We have some t-shirts and Lindsay designed them all and they're very cool and great. They're wicked cool. They are. They're neat. She did a great job. I mean, big, big surprise. She did a great job. And also be sure to check out all the other shows on the Scavengers Network by going to scavengersnetwork.com or checking out the Patreon, patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network. And I think that's it. I think that's a lot think, to, for my brain. Yeah, it's a lot to thank. And I know, I know Lindsay usually takes some of the, the load off on that. I didn't do anything. <laughs> so thank you to you, Jordan, for having me on in, in, in lieu of Lindsay. Oh, you uh, bet. I hope that she returns safely from the squatching. This has been a lot of fun. It has been fun. Yeah, thanks for being here. And thanks for uh, you and I never really get the chance. Like, we were, we were talking earlier. We're usually not having like this type of conversation. It's mostly like silly time. So or, this or, has been fun. Yeah, it's, it's usually like seeing who can drink the most milk with their armpits or something that you and I would do. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was, it was good to chill out and, you know, get strudled and drop some tooth. Oh, uh, dude. About Michael. Love getting strudled. That's all day, every day. It's, what is it? Uh, STL, strudel tan laundry. Yeah. That's what I say. Strudel tan laundry, dude. Drop that tooth <laughs> and hit that subscribe button and hit the bell for <laughs> notifications. <laughs> uh, well, Mason, do you, is there any cool sign off you want to do? Anything you're, 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 you're workshopping? I know that Lindsay and I oh. like to tell, tell people have a something week that's related to the episode. Yeah. All this week. Mm. Oh no, it's no, this is bad. I was going to say, when you meet someone new, ask them what they think your name is, but you shouldn't be meeting new people right now. This is not the time for that. On do some, what is it called? Zoom bombing or Zoom hacking where people hack the Zoom meetings? Oh yeah. Find some open Zoom rooms. Just pop in, make sure your name is blank in Zoom and just say real quick, what do you think my name is? Yeah. And for, for like better effect, get a big digital clock behind you and just like, uh, don't set it so that it's just blinking on 12 and um, maybe hang some loose wires from the room. That's a lot of homework for the week. Yeah, and that's a really good thing to do. <laughs> that, that will not worry anyone and will certainly just be an all-around positive experience. So please, I'm echoing that. Please do that. 
Yeah, please do, please do that. And send video uh, uh, to... Yes. Send video to SpookySpousesCast at gmail.com or uh, at Spooky underscore Spouses on Twitter or Instagram. Great. I like it. Have a, have a Michael week. Have a Michael week. Not a Steve, not a Tom. Have a Michael week. And uh, we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Check your dad's drinking cup. Bye. <laughs> nice Um, mason that was great was that okay i feel like it was a little bit awkward at parts but nah nah i I feel like we covered a lot of really weird ground yeah we did which is good i also didn't want to come into this with any preconceived notions that it was like (laughs) gonna be a normal episode no because i also don't want to like because then you end up setting up expectations and boxing yourself in unnecessarily so it doesn't make any sense this is a special treat for jordan as he edits this episode he might have noticed, within the silence, there was suddenly some talking. He's just probably going to cut all of this out. But, maybe he will see this and become curious, as Jordan is currently making use of the facilities to relieve the pressure that had been building up within his bladder during the story about Slippery Skin. Little does Jordan know, Slippery Skin is here with me in the studio. How's it going, Slippery Skin? That's pretty good. So, um, Slippery Skin, a lot of people have been wanting to know uh, where you've been for the last hundred or so years. Um, I noticed that you, you have a new smell about you. Is that something that has, like, what, what's the story behind that? Oh, well, it's, um, it's, uh, it's Chanel number no. 7. Um, I actually got a, got a job uh, working for Chanel, and this is my, um, they made this back. for me. And, uh, uh, he's back. Oh, and he froze. Oh, and he froze. I, st- I don't know if he's going to find it. Hi, Jordan. Who are you talking to? <laughs> I'm, uh, hold on. Uh, we're, <laughs> it's going to be really hard to cut that out. My dehumidifier beeps oh. 14 times when it when it's done and it just started. And it's really hard to cut out because it's... Anyway. That would bug me that the, it's not 15 times. Yeah, it's really annoying. Um, so the... Let me just back up to that thing. Okay. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hey, Eli, do you want to help me make an improvised fantasy adventure podcast? Hey, Ty, that sounds fun. Do we want to bring in all of our friends to play with us? Nope, just you. Okay, will I be on the whole time? Actually, no, you'll be on for three to six episodes, and then we'll bring on another guest. Okay, is one of us going to be the main character? Nope, you're all just going to be side characters in a larger story. Okay, but this podcast is going to be hard to find, right? Nope, just look up Side Character Quest on whatever podcast app you like, or just go to SideCharacterQuest.com. Okay, but you promise not to kill my character, right? No promises. Uh, oh no. (laughs) Big well.